Hello everyone and welcome back to the Feeble Players League podcast to get your weekly fix of Feeble fantasy football knowledge from Feeble Players. We have Taylor back this week. How are you doing mate? Mate, I was got this missed last week. Yeah, too busy for us last week. Well, it just works a lot at the moment, you know, so... Um, yeah, excuses, excuses, I'm yeah, sure... You, you t- were swanning off on holidays two weeks ago. I still did the editing, you know, whatever, still did my part. But I bet you were still, you still wish you were too busy this week because you had an absolute stinker, didn't you? I did have a shocker, mate. It was not, not... I think this might be my worst week on record. Yeah, and also, you got 20 points. It is the lowest score for all of the players this year. So lowest weekly score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a real stink. Yeah, I get it. So we have a very special guest with us this week, and he has had a torrid time in fantasy for the last few weeks. But he knows better than anyone that everything happens for a reason. He's open to turn his fortunes around with the luck of the pod this week. It's Ollie. Welcome, Ollie. Thanks for having me, guys. Been a long time coming. How you doing? You all right? All good. All good. Finally on the pod. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, isn't it? Last member of the league on, on the pod. Yeah, he's our final guest. My final one. Mm. Yeah, wow. you are. Yeah, save the best till last, eh? Yeah, have you been listening yeah. to the pod? Are you enjoying it? Enjoying it? Been gagging to get on? Listened to it on the train up for the last couple of laps, yeah. Been really it's good stuff. So Fantastic. Eager, eager to get on. Right, let's crack straight on with how are you getting on this year, this season? Well, you know, yeah, it's, I think it's my fourth year. Um, it's been a bit ropey the last couple of weeks, but I do. I tend to do this. Like I had just oh, have really? a couple down spells every now and again. It's in the script. It's fine, you know. It's it's 30, 38 games, so mm. it's nothing you can't get out of. What are we going week eleven? Yeah, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So I'm not worried. You're well, not worried. Not where, worried. Where do you think you're going to finish? Um, you are currently sixth. Yeah, five hundred ninety-six points, just under a hundred points behind first. Yeah, see, the thing is, though, 100 points, like, you could do 100 points above average in, like, five weeks, don't you think? Well, especially with the chips and stuff, so it's literally, like... Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to come first, because, obviously, um, you know, said person could do the same thing, but, yeah, it's very swingy, I think, very swingy. Absolutely. I'm still aiming, I would say, top three, you know, top four, top four in a league of what we ate. I think yeah. it's just a bit of a cop-out, so I'll say top three. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're 60 points behind third, so it's definitely doable, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. literally three weeks. It well, could look, be three weeks. Look, look how far ahead I was of uh, Sam at one point, and fuck me, the tables plus, have turned. Plus, yeah, absolutely. plus, boys, the chips yeah. can really come into play. Double game weeks. Yeah, I forgot. You, you've yet to use a chip, aren't you? Yet to use a chip. Oh, you've used yours now. Yeah, I've used the wild card, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know... Yeah, I felt like I'm feeling like I used my wild card way too early. Um, <laughs> it paid off for a couple of weeks, but I like to say oh, I'm, I'm, I'm quite. Mm. So, yeah. so you said you're quite confident about fe- about finishing sort of top three, which yeah. is what sixty points away. You are 110 points from bottom. Do you still think you're maybe in the mix to be singing at the end of the year? Um, I mean, it's always a possibility, I suppose, but I think providing you don't completely switch. Sitting on I think the most of people—he's <laughs> got splinters in his ass. <laughs> no, I think mo- most of the time it's when you just switch off that you end up doing badly. And um, I think really what it comes down to is who, you know, stays on track the most and who basically gets Absolutely. lazy. I think the yeah. people who end up laziest and they just miss a few weeks—that was guilt. You know, that's the reason I'm guilty of dropping a few points for a oh, couple of weeks. Excuses to make any transfers and stuff. 
No, but you know. I mean, to be difference. fair, you say that, but you did that last week and you got higher score. I did get a higher score, and uh, yeah, I didn't do anything. So, yeah. so yeah. you know, just shows that it's Doesn't just it? all can be sometimes a little bit random. You know, I, I'd like to see what my team score would be if I hadn't made a single transfer this season. And I think I might be doing better than I am now. Yeah, honest with you. I mean, you've had a shocker if you. Well, actually, have you? For the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, week it's not been great. It's not been great. Yeah, you you yet to have a, the highest score of the week since game week four. Yeah. So that's when I peaked game week four. Peaked, peaked game week four. Peaked too early, mate. Peaked too early. Plus, you know, as the season goes on, injuries come into play more. Red cards. Red cards. <laughs> own goals. Yeah, own goals. <laughs> Scraps. Yeah. Playing with nine men. You know, Absolutely. All, all, all comes into stuff. It, so yeah. you, can, you never know. It's still too early to tell, I think. Okay. 100 points. Sp- what's, the, what's the spread between top and bottom? Oh, so it's 204 points. 204. 200 points spread. Yeah, still. still I think. That's a big gap for this early on, isn't it? It's a big yeah. gap, but... It's 20 points, a, 20 points a game. Absolutely. Still over two-thirds of the season left. So. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. So... You are a United fan, so um, as well as fantasy, we like to talk about our teams as well. So you're a Man United fan. How how has it been being a Man United fan this season? Um, you know, it's one of those things recently where United seem to you almost get stupidly a bit excited during the summer, thinking, oh, maybe we'll actually it will come together this year or whatever. And we just didn't get off to a start, and it's just been terrible since. But you know. It's just so many players that I question should be in the team. Well, so, you haven't really won anything any good since Fergie left. Have you won a FA Cup? Won Europa under Mourinho, I suppose. Yeah. Bit of this, bit of that. Won yeah. the Carabao. Well, I mean, so ten, ten I mean, years. the main question I think really is, is Ten Hag the right man for the job? Here, I made a bold statement a few weeks back tonight did. about his the day of reckoning for Ten Hag which is when United day play after. Liverpool the day, day after, after the day after yeah. I think that's mid-December isn't it is yeah. it where is it at 18 it's at I don't know actually I think it might be at Anfield okay do you, I, do you think he's going to get sacked I it's, it's hard because I think he um, is a good I, I do rate him as a manager I think the squad he's got isn't the best However, a few of those, quite a number of those players, he brought in. So then I do question whether he's bringing in the right yeah. players either, which makes me they, question him as a manager. You're saying then they can't play the Ajax style of football because he hasn't got the players to. But, but then, he's had, what, three windows now to bring in players? Yeah. And I mean, they're, they're, getting, they're looking worse. Than they yeah, were. well, you do wonder as well, like, if it's just him making those decisions as well. But he did, like... Martinez was his signing, wasn't it? He really wanted yeah. to Yeah, Onana. Onana, yeah. I mean, I, th- I still feel Onana might come good, you know. I mean, he had the really big boots to fill, or gloves to fill, if you like. Um, he's been... He's shocking. just been very... You like, brought, you brought him for his playing out the back ability. Yeah, And how many times has he made a mistake playing out from back? Um, he has. I do wonder if the players in front of him necessarily That's aren't the best either. Say. Like he's playing out the back to people like Maguire, Lindelof. Like, yeah, but he's meant to be able to ping these balls. I've seen bits of it. I've seen bits of him pinging these balls, but I just feel like it's it's yet to be at the level that yeah. I, think I think everyone wants weeks, it to be. At. A few months more. But, to um, yeah, like I'm not that fussed really with Onana. I feel, I feel like, and I think fundamentally as well, if you've got a good 
a keeper always looks better when they've got a good line ahead of them because mm. they face less shots yep. or like less, you know, they're in less scenarios where they're just made to look stupid. Hence why Edison looks like such a good keeper. I'm not saying he's a bad one, but he obviously has a very Fair. good line of defence. Yeah. Man United, not so much. Yeah. Fair enough. So. Okay, so less about Man United. And I'm sure the listeners heard on Game Week 9 uh, our chant competition. Mm. And Posh Sam had a chant, a challenge to make a chant about you. Okay. Didn't he? You didn't hear it? I didn't. No. Basically, I maybe I over basically that, he spent his whole chant rinsing your tattoos. Mm. Oh, right. I see. My yeah, one, I've got, I was one, just I've got one tattoo. Yeah, he thinks it's shit. He did. I just wanted to give you a chance to maybe yeah. call him out, you know. Um, well, annoyingly, I might have glossed over that part of the pod, <laughs> so okay, I might not be might not be the best person to um, to rant back. But I'll, um, I'll definitely uh, rewind and give it a listen. Yeah, okay. take it up with him any next time you see him. Yeah, I might. Okay, so now it's time to run through the league standards for the week. Taylor, do you want to do you want to do the honors this week? Yeah, well, I, I suppose it'd be pretty torture for you to to do it this week, seeing as you've been knocked off top spot. Absolutely, you do it. Um, so. Sam Angel at the top, 33 points this week, 689 total. Joshy's going off his little perch and he's in second. Which I'm kind of livid about because I am on the same points. Yeah. Uh, And apparently found out this week that it goes down to transfers made after that, which is ridiculous. Does it? Like, you're getting punished for being a tactical genius. That's, you know? that's in, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, Charlie, Charlie knew that. I thought it, I thought it was going like on on height order. <laughs> I mean, I mean that. I think that's third. I think that's third, not second. Um, and then Ollie Monks, uh, thirty-four points, six four nine total in third. Me with an absolute shocker. Uh, only twenty points this week. Yeah, you honestly, did. you did have a shocker. I mean, it's... to be fair, it was a low-scoring week for the whole. Of yeah. every player playing, yeah. it seemed like the, the it's the lowest average score of the season with thirty two points this Her- this season so far. Horrendous, my my week. Um, then Emilio, uh, thirty nine points, six three four total. Uh, Ollie O'Reilly, thirty two points, bang on average, uh, five hundred and ninety six points. Uh, Charlie Allen in seventh, thirty five points this week, five eight six total. Teddy with a pretty poor week as well, uh, 23 points, 5.61 total. And then Sam, who got saved by fine by me, having even lower score than 22, uh, 4.85 total. Yeah, I mean, Sam again, yet again, posh Sam, sorry. He has yet to have the lowest score for sixth week in a row. So yeah, he yeah, is yeah. chipping away. Keep it going, posh Sam. Teddy... He's in a bit of trouble, I think. You know, he'd spent 16 points last that week. That was a bit of a bizarre one, wasn't it? He spent 16 points and, yeah, he seems to be kind of slipping away a little mm. bit. Uh, maybe trying a bit too hard now. You I know? think what it is, is he seems to think we're fantasy experts. Yeah. And, but we quite clearly say in our name. We are the Feeble Players League. Yeah. I don't know uh, why he's We like to think to that we know what we're talking about, but... Don't take our our word for Bible, you know. You know, maybe listen to like a couple extra podcasts. Who did he bring in this week? That on the advice of the pod was it Van der Ven? Van der Ven. And then what happens with Ghost Gets Injured? Yeah, which is a real is a real shame for Spurs. The only way you can benefit 
from the pod is be, be, by being on the pod because you either have a great week before you come on to the pod or a great week after you come on to the pod. Well, I look forward to next week then. <laughs> exactly. You need a little bit of luck as well. Okay, so as I said earlier, there, there, it was a very, very low score for a lot of people, lowest average of the season so far. And that's mainly due to a lot of key players getting injured and red cards. Um, Haaland, Madison, Van der Ven, you know, Romero, Udogi, Matty Cash, all doubts for next week. Well, some of them are suspended, so better get rid. And it's probably sparked a bit of a change, isn't it, with transferring some of the main mm. players out? Yeah, I think it was a bit of a feisty weekend this weekend, wasn't it, really? And we've, we've paid the price on it in fantasy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had to look at the most transferred out earlier, and at the moment, it's Haaland. He's the most transferred player out. Over 210,000 managers have transferred him out. Jeez. He, uh, he's starting in the Champions League, though. Tonight. No way. Yeah. That's <laughs> very useful knowledge. And that is classic that, Pep. I bet he yeah. did that on purpose, didn't he? So, there you go. I bet he did that on purpose. I think they do it just to fuck with us, you know? Oh, man. Genuinely, That's amazing. You were saying earlier, and you genuinely think that at 59 minutes... Yeah. Managers 100%. sub off their players 100%. just to fuck with fantasy. Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? They what all, they all probably have a WhatsApp them? group afterwards and go yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, But they, they know all the players play, so they must know who's and, and them just be like, I'm going to fuck up your fantasy this week. <laughs> Unlucky boy. Yeah, I mean, it, that, that transfer out of Haaland, though, has taken his ownership down to 82%. It was at 96, I think, at, near yeah. the beginning of the season. He lost 6%. So, Jeez. you know, he's. It could screw over a lot of managers, to be fair, if he's yeah, playing tonight. Well, it's, it just goes to show, like, every time you think, like, oh, I'm not going to have Captain Harlan this week, mm. you pay the price. And now so many people are going to pay the price for having him out. He, he, everyone's saying he's having a dip in form. Is he not still the top scorer in the league? He absolutely is. He has scored tonight as well, by the way. He's just he's scored already already scored. <laughs> <laughs> just going to throw it out there. Oh, triple captain next week. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'll be talking of players getting transferred out. Most transferred in is Doku with... I'm not surprised, actually. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, four assists and one goal, wasn't it? Nearly 260,000 managers brought him in. But I think it's quite a contentious one because I don't think he's going to play next week. Did you Pep, see what Pep said? Pep loves rotation as well. Yeah. He it? said that he likes, his, he likes that rivalry between him and Grealish because he wants them to be angry when they don't play. Yeah. So I think it'd be so him Just after having him. a stormer to drop him. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait. Well, Grealish is uh, sorry. Sorry, to keep touching on tonight. Grealish is playing Champions League tonight. So yeah. yeah. So that could be a, yeah, maybe, is he going to play? Maybe Doku goes next week, I don't know. It's just an actual lottery though, isn't it? It's like, you just, yeah, don't, you just know. don't know. what Pep's And then even so if he does play, you might bring him off in the yeah. 59th minute. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it, I don't know what his form's been like this season, but one game against Bournemouth does not make a good asset. Definitely true, definitely true. So let's just have a little look back on game week 11's fixtures. So no team apart from City in the top four won which was a massive swing for the title race. We're going to start by talking about Doku and City's 6-1 win over Bournemouth. Has, has it crossed your mind to bring in Doku? No. No? I mean, 
Not even, I mean, it definitely, like, when he was playing, I was thinking, you know, is he going to continue this form? But whether mm. he does or not, it's all up to Pep, really, isn't it, I think? <laughs> you just never know what you're going to get with Pep. And uh, it... I don't know who... City are playing Chelsea next, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I will not and be... And then Liverpool, I think. Yeah. I will not be adding any more... I, in fact, I've already got three City assets, actually. Oh, my God. And Vardial not playing really... Yeah, um, he's really he's in and out of the team as well, isn't yeah. he? I'm so surprised as well, but it's even with the defenders, he's rotating them. So I might have to get him out next. He yeah. might be the next one on my list. But what a performance though from Do- Doku and mm. City in general. I mean, they had yeah, that first game. goal was incredible. Yeah, yeah. great first touch. He's yeah. so excited to watch. Great one-two. Yeah, really good. But again, oh. against a bigger team, like you say, he's got Chelsea, mm. Liverpool coming up. He could just he could play and just blank. Yeah. So I I couldn't believe right. I was at work when they were playing and I was getting slow updates on the, on the game briefly. And then I saw it was 6-1. And I thought, how many points has Haaland got? Amazing. I had a look. Blanked and we subbed off at half-time. I was <laughs> furious. I did very nearly triple captain him as well. I, I had him captain this week and he oh. did, did go through my mind. Um, and but I'm so glad that I signed against man. it. You said earlier, so yeah. how many people did triple captain? 150,000 people triple captained him this week. But 15 people captain, the triple captain, Doku. No, <laughs> 15 people, Jesus jammy God. bastards. Like, That's just all... stupid as well. It's... it's just, you can't claim that like, this is a genius. It's just pure stupidity yeah foolishness like you know 99 times out of 100 Mm. that just fails I'm sure there was a million well actually no not a million I'm sure there was so many people that you know probably triple captain Salah as well against Luton but Mm. blank as well I do sometimes wonder if they're just some really weird managers out there with like 100 accounts and they just love to just mess around and they want to be that team yeah like triple captain on the first week and then they're like yeah I'm the highest in the country then they have like you know six players from the early kickoff to get the top score for the (laughs) wankers anyway talking talking about players bringing players in now let's talk about some players that we're probably going to bring out with our next game, which was Spurs losing 4-1 at home to Chelsea. Oh, what? Do you want to talk us through that game, Tate? What a game. So, again, like I said, I've been working a lot. So I, I finished work and I, I look at my phone. 1-0 Spurs. Fuck's sake. Already organised to go down to the pub with a few of the guys from work. Go down to the pub. Screens on. Son scores as I walk into the pub. Fuck me. This is not going to be fun. And then what happened after that was just pure magic. I watched it as well. And it was the most exciting game of football I've seen in a very long time. It was very, very magic. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute carnage. Yeah. Very strange tactics going on. Mm. Yeah. That that high line from Ange, even from the start. And even when they went down to nine men, they were still playing that high line. Still wanted to play the high line, but their keeper was coming out for everything yeah he was he was probably there yeah. he was probably the man of the match yeah, still probably you know he should have had the match born well he only Nick really Jackson. let it go in the last what 10 minutes or yeah. so mm. yeah yeah because he got clattered by Mudrick didn't he after that he was a little bit <laughs> shaky wasn't he um is that Spurs's title challenge over do you reckon oh they never had a title challenge <laughs> well all I'm saying there. is Madison's injured don't know how injured but he is injured Van de Ven is a massive blow for them he's going to be yeah. out, probably out for six weeks with a hammy injury and 
Romero, yeah, red Romero cards. red cards. So they're going to be starting Eric Dyer. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> have, have they got any European football at all? No, oh, nothing no. else. And they're out of League Cup. That helps. So yeah. they've got very, very little football to play. But they need the players to be able to play. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having you two starting centre-backs for two weeks is not going to be fun for them. And, and I'm sure that a lot of FPL players have either doubled or tripled up with Spurs Yeah, players. I was going to say, they're actually missing three of their back four for next week, aren't they? Adogi, yeah. Romero and Van der Ven now. So do you think it's time to start selling, Oli? What, the Tottenham players? Yeah. Especially in the defence. Um, I've, uh, I've never had any of them in my squad. Really? Yeah, stupidly. Uh, the only one I've had in from Tottenham is Son. Um, and he's done all right for you, to be fair. Well, yeah, but I only brought him in, and since I brought him in, he's, he's done pretty shit. <laughs> I brought him in on that game, and I captained him that game when they went down to 10 men. And then, uh, yeah, he got like three points or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I would, you know, Spurs being Spurs, as Spurs as they are, they're like, it was always, I, I thought Arsenal were going to do similar last season and bottle it. Mm. They did in the end, it took a while. Yeah, I, I do think it might. Yeah, know, I mean, I... I they're actually, playing better football, for sure. Like, yeah. They're a lot more impressive than they were last season. But it'd be interesting to see if they can still play yeah, like that. Can, can, yeah, I mean, they, this was their first defeat all season, right? Yeah. yeah. First defeat in 11 games. I can't see them doing another 11 games without being defeated. Yeah. So, I yeah. think they'll probably... I don't know who they're playing next week, but I'm going to bet on them losing. <laughs> well, so we, there was a lot of VAR controversy as well throughout the game. Should we, should we breeze through them? Because there was a lot did, to get did, through. Did well. you see the ball was only in possession it, it, on the pitch for 48% of the, of the yeah. 111 minutes? Yeah. And that you know that extra time is supposed to make sure that the ball's in play for yeah. a lot more. But yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there was two red card calls for Adogi and Romero. They yeah. both should have been sent off the first time. Yeah, I, I absolutely. absolutely agree as well. Yeah, Romero's just stupid. How they've seen that and not given a red card is ridiculous. Two-footed from Adogi off the floor. How's that not a red yeah, card? Yeah, I, I just don't understand how that, what the thought was. Mm. Like, how was that not a red card? Yeah. So next up was a disallowed goal from Caicedo for an offside call blocking the keeper's view. What was your view on that? I think it's very, very harsh, that one. I think it was a good, it was a great goal. And I think, I don't really think he is... I don't think he's that. affecting it too much. It's I, so far away from the goal. It's not like it's up close. He's only that far away from, not very far yeah. away from him. He's not attempted to go yeah. for the ball or anything like that. He's just, it's just sail past yeah. him. I think it's harsh. I think if they're going to give calls like that, and they go on about technology all the time, especially with VAR. It's like, it's not that hard mm. to stick a camera behind the goal mm. because yeah. then you'll see the line of sight of the keeper and it'll yeah. make the decision so much easier. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They have all these high-tech cameras from offside and everything else, goal line technology. Yeah, sticking I'd... a camera behind so the goal. you think more technology will well, solve I'm just saying, all like, of our problems? I'm just saying that, that sometimes when they go to VR, they go, oh, they haven't got the right angle. It's like sticking a camera behind the goal wouldn't be that difficult. I genuinely don't know how they haven't got a camera either on the linesman to see that that line view, or an automatic one that goes up and down the line to capture side on to make yeah. I mean, easier. I think that's just so difficult because where's the camera going to be on the liner? On his chest. Um, yeah, but what if he's running that way? Fill the flag as the, the ball gets played. <laughs> yeah, but also with the, it's just adding more and more money. It's just teams aren't going to be able to afford this, and and also the camera will break halfway through the game. Yeah, it will stop. (laughs) And it won't be in line and people will be like, oh, they're not in line. I'll tell you what though, that the system they used in the World Cup worked where they had a chip in the ball Mm. and they could Mm. pinpoint everyone on the pitch and then they could like 
Um, yeah, yes. they could 360 yeah. move it and then you'd be able to see the exact it's, line of sight yeah. of it's the amazing keeper. how so they different just, competitions I mean, are I amazing. assume they're going to introduce that I think it was a trial at the World yeah. Cup wasn't so it? I assume they're going to introduce that that would have rectified that issue though absolutely so they, they did get uh, a bit of luck though well it, it was definitely a penalty though wasn't it it was, was definitely a penalty it was but, a horrific challenge oh yeah that's horrific a, I don't get Spurs fans I've had I mean I work with just the one and he said it wasn't a foul uh, even though that could, a couple end, of weeks ago, that could end someone's career that Curtis Jones tackle against Spurs yeah. was was a foul so you know bitter Spurs fans I'm sure yeah that could end someone's career that time. absolutely yes, we that then way. we then had a tackle from Udogi second yellow wasn't it on yeah. after that shocking pass from Sterling yeah, yeah. Which yeah, was well, definitely a red card. Like no, no excuse. Yeah, the second it's yeah. definitely a yellow card. It should have been a red card foul. the first time. He got a yellow for a two-footed challenge and then dived in again. And yeah. he knew it. So again, well. again, yeah. like you see it on the, the replay, he knew it. Yeah, again, like the disallowed goal, the right decision was eventually yeah. made, yeah. wasn't it? So we go from one game full of controversy to another. We were treated to Newcastle beating Arsenal, weren't we? One nil at St James's Park, and. I just want to open it out to Ollie. Was it a goal? Uh, for me, yeah, it's a goal. Taylor? Yeah, it's a goal. It's a goal. See, I personally think it was a foul on Gabriel. I Because it's two so. hands? Yeah, two hands and Gabriel's gone for the ball and, you know, he's pushed him out of the way, basically. I personally think the ball was clearly not out. Yeah, agreed. You know, yeah, do yeah. you agree with that? Like, the ball was I, in play. You know, obviously if it's against you, you're you know, you're going to be a little bit gutted and, you know, kicking up a fuss. But it was clearly in. But yeah. And also the offside. I I don't see how it was, would have been offside. It was no, it seemed quite offside. clear. Didn't look offside. No, yeah. no um, I think the only the only real controversial point there was probably the foul, which yeah. it, I think could have gone either way. Yeah, I think it's a 50-50. If they blew up for it, I wouldn't have been like, oh, that's an outrageous call. Yeah. And if they give the goal again, I don't See, think that's an outrageous yeah. call. So they stuck with the on-field decision. Not a clear and obvious error in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Seems to be the right, like, all yeah. in all to go. I, I yeah. I, I do. I did like uh, how Newcastle looked there. I think thought they did dominate the game, really. Mm. I thought Arsenal, you know, looked a little bit on the back foot. Like they seem to have, I mean, Saka in particular, the last few game weeks is... Been a bit non-existent. Well, yeah, yeah, he's not been quite the same since his, since he got injured. Um, so I wonder if he's still carrying something, um, trying to play through the pain or something. Um, and that's because he's blanked the last few weeks, hasn't he? Yeah, and I purposely brought him into my team, brought out some, and it's pay, I've paid dividends for it really. And also, I don't know if you saw at the end of the game, Jorginho was at the captain. And he refused to shake Lascelles' hand after the game. Yeah, it's strange yeah, it's on that. Important. Like, it's just disgraceful. Yeah. Like, from a captain. Yeah, and it's, also like a seasoned pro as well. You know, yeah. third in the Ballon d'Or a couple of years ago, and <sighs> you know, How, you wouldn't have seen him acting like that at Chelsea. That's for sure. It's um, well, he wouldn't have had the armband on, would he? Wouldn't have been on the pitch. <laughs> it's just, it's just classic Arsenal, really, isn't it? Yeah, it was. To be fair, it's very Bruno Fernandez like behaviour. I'd mm. say. Yeah. Or, was it was it Xhaka yeah. that uh, was it Xhaka that time that had to go at the fans at Arsenal? Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. constantly having to go yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just classic Arsenal behaviour, really. So Luton fans were treated to a great performance from their team. Rob Edwards and his team had a great show in pushing Liverpool all the way until Luis Diaz levelled the scores to make it one-one. Yeah, do you want to tell us about that, Josh? Yes, yeah. I, I, I watched it, obviously. And it was a bit of a tough watch. Um, 
Liverpool didn't play badly. I mean, Nunes had some very good... He had like five shots in the first 10 minutes or something ridiculous like that. But obviously, one was a probably sitter. cost us the game in yeah. the end because he missed a sitter that was called offside, but it wasn't. Probably like two yards out, blazed it over the bar. He is frustrating to say to say it like that. I would agree. That's a very good. Yeah, word to like he, him, yeah. he pops up with moments of absolute brilliance and then does something like that, misses yeah. from two yards. Came with a lot of promise as well. He's, he's so exciting to watch purely on the basis of you never know what he's going to do. <laughs> like, if he plays an outrageous ball, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that. I think that's why Liverpool fans <laughs> love him so much because when he does something good, they're like, fucking get him! Don't do this! Don't do this! Um, and then he misses a sitter. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he was also on my radar to bring in uh, for my Ooh, fantasy so, team. Someone did bring him in this week, didn't they? Or did they bring him in last week? A couple of weeks week? ago, Emilio, yeah, he did. After slating him all season. Well, actually, he had him in for two or three weeks. I think last week he had him on the bench and he mm. scored. And then this week he's <laughs> had an absolute stinker. Absolutely mugged him off there, isn't yeah. it? But for, I mean, Liverpool weren't quite flowing right. But for, you know, as bad as it seems, Luton, I think, had a very good game. Like, yeah, played really well. They were really solid. The, the tactics seemed like on point. There was a couple of performances. Chong, he came on and he ran the show, I think. Yeah, I think I did, he came on in the second half. He came on the second half. Yeah, I did watch a game and I was quite impressed by them. And like you say, it wasn't like Liverpool were playing overly badly it was it's just, just not quite Luton clicking. Was just sort of it, yeah it was, yeah yeah Luton sort of they were well organized and I think they just went out with a bit of a plan on how to play you at your own game heartbreaking I was a little bit gutted for them but also I mean it was kind of written in the stars wasn't it that Diaz was going to come on and score yeah, <laughs> like, yeah how yeah, that man is like still playing still ready to play when well, his no. dad's still kidnapped yeah. is beyond me he's an absolute Bizarre. legend for doing that uh, great goal as well yeah, great lovely, goal with his shoulder. Ball at, ball over, yeah. <laughs> he missed it with missed it, his yeah, head, though. Yeah. It was uh, I, ball, was actually, I was so worried after I captain Haaland, seen him play a game where the six goals were scored and get nothing. I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, someone's going to have Salah captain. Yeah. And I was really worried that it was going to be a big score. And then to see it 1-1, one, one, no, no, no uh, points for Salah. I was, yeah, I it's did. a shame, isn't it? Another, another... Uh, prevalent captain for the week blanking unfortunately so moving on to Ollie's team Man United did you watch the game? I caught the did I watch it? yeah I did watch it it was on the it was on the first game on Saturday wasn't it 12.30? yeah I watched it I watched it and uh, yeah, sorry I, I did watch it I watched it while I was at Argyle <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I, see you. I was there earlier multitasking I was there earlier and they had it on while we were eating. And then, uh, so yeah, a bit multitasking. But um, yeah, funny old game. I mean, I thought Fulham looked quite good, to be honest. uh, Yeah, I think Fulham are a good side generally. Um, They've had some good results. Uh, They're quite well organised on that. United are just... Where are Fulham in the table right now? Uh, they've not had very good results they haven't scored a goal in I think that, I think, well I think what year. you're saying is they've actually not played too badly whether the they're results not, have gone their way or not yeah they're not I, I, I would never like be like oh you you, sh- you know you're playing Fulham this week it'll be an easy game like, Fulham mm. moving in shocking form I don't know mm. what you're talking about well we, anyway we smashed them <laughs> yeah that's saying something as well because Chelsea are shit <laughs> yeah um, true but I I thought I had a an absolute managerial genius transfer this week I brought in McTominay because yeah. I'm trying to save money to bring in like a son which I probably actually won't do now mm. but I brought in McTominay and he scored after like what 10 minutes but it got called offside and it was a very contentious one wasn't it Ollie? Yeah that offside was 
really, really weird. The weirdest thing I th- found about that whole offside was how they called the ref over to the screen to look at the offside. I don't think I've actually seen that before. Yeah, that's not a thing. Yeah, because they, they kept... <laughs> it's like... Why? Yeah, they kept questioning the offside and then he went to look at the monitor and I was like, why is he looking at the monitor if it's an offside call? It um, also didn't it either, look offside It is or it isn't with offside. Well, that's, that's, that's why... They couldn't I find the I couldn't hear, so many players Yeah, there. I couldn't hear it because I, like, so I, I was at the game, but like I just remember them saying, is it, isn't it? And I then he went and saw the monitor and then he raised his hand and went offside. I think probably what... You know, they weren't too sure of it. I mean, I think in that situation, they should you give, give advantage to yeah. the yeah, attacking team. Look at me bringing in McTominay and then rooting for United. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's, goals, a, it's, it's a funny old game, FBL, isn't yeah. it? It, it is. really gets you cheering for things you shouldn't uh, be. It, I tell you what, it was, and would you call it a relief when they scored with Bruno Fernandes? I don't know, like, it's funny because I was. Right at the yeah, last it was, a, it was game, a clutch goal, to be fair, but I always find these sorts of things funny because, you know, it paints over so many cracks when you get a win because people are like, oh, they need a win to save yeah. his job. Like when they're talking about Ten Hag stuff like that. And then afterwards, he's like, yeah, see, that's the desire and the belief the team have. And you're like, mate, you, what the fuck? You just scraped scrape through. <laughs> someone got a goal, and the, it's just like, and they always look so happy about it. It's like you should be, you should be there in that press conference saying how bad they were today, yeah. and that you were lucky to get a win. Not, oh, the desire was amazing. Mm. All this nonsense. It's just like, yeah, but. It was a relief, I suppose, of sorts. I mean, you know, when you Why climb you? higher up a table and when you win some of these big games, sometimes you do just scrape through a few of them. Yeah. So, um, you know. It's interesting it's been... to see he dropped Rashford. Yes. Uh, yeah. Apparently he was partying too hard for his birthday, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah after like, they, what do you think of that? Because it was his birthday. Like, players shouldn't be... I know it's bad luck after losing against City, but players, you know... Should be allowed to celebrate their birthdays, yeah. and and also after a game, he's free to do whatever the fuck he likes. It's like if I go out after work and get mashed up, as long as it doesn't affect your work. As long the next as it doesn't whatever. affect, as long as I turn up to work yeah. the next day and I do my job. Yeah, I, it's none of their business what he does after the game. Yeah, I, it's it's a funny one. I I sort of feel like I don't know this, but I sort of feel like Rashford probably would have known that that would have been an issue. Yeah. And he did it anyway. So that's probably what the issue is. Yeah. It's his birthday. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. No, Grant is. But, and and arguably it's like, what? They win and then it's fine. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just because they just lost. Like, yeah. So it's like. It's a shame. It does seem that he's he's one of those players that the, the media jump on as soon as he does something wrong. Yeah, massively. Because he's, he's, he's held to a high standard, you know. Yeah. And especially with. stupid reason. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like as a person. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know. No, no, he did, he did no, no, all no that's work. what I mean. I don't understand why he's. He did all the work for the school meals and stuff mm. last year. He called out the Prime Minister and stuff. Yeah. So he's he's done quite some high amazing profile. things. Mm. Yeah. It's quite high profile and stuff. And then um, I suppose it maybe doesn't look the most professional if you lose 3-0 and then just go get battered. But um but then apparently the reports say he turned up to training on time, trained fine. Yeah, mm. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he probably so. does. But it, it also apparently he didn't get in the squad because he failed a fitness test on the day. Yeah, I saw that. That oh, sounds like a load of shit. Yeah. Well, it? yeah, <laughs> you know the commentators were like, "Do you reckon he's still hungover?" It's been like, yeah. it's like, probably not. It's not Jack Grealish after we in the trouble. But okay, so moving on to a game which probably frustrated a lot of FPL players this week. Aston Villa losing away to oh. Forest. They lost 2-0. Oh, yeah. That's a bit Did of a not see result, that isn't it? Yeah. yeah, a lot of FPL players, myself included, are, you know, doubled or even tripled up 
like myself um, yeah, on I'm, Villa players. I'm doubled up on Villa players. Yeah, yeah. I'm doubled. I got Cash and Watkins, Watkins. probably. You know, I've got Diaby. People got. Oh, Douglas I've got Diaby Louise. as well. Actually, I'm tripled up. I've got, go. I've got Cash and Louise. Yeah, so I'm sure it frustrated a lot, a lot of teams. And like, what a freak result as well. Because Forest, I mean, they've not been playing badly for us, but Villa have been playing so well. Top five, are they or six? Well, they were fifth, fifth last week. They are fifth they still. They are fifth still. Yeah, fifth still. Yeah, they've been playing some really good football at the moment as well, Villa. Seven wins, one loss, three, uh, one draw, three losses. Mm. So, I mean, does does that, do you reckon people should maybe look at maybe selling Aston Villa players? Um, or at least getting rid I'm definitely going to get rid of one of them. What, which one? I don't know. I've got Cash, Watkins and Diaby. And they've all done very well. Cash is a doubt for next week, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a doubt. He's a knock. I brought Diaby in this week, so I'm probably not that keen to get rid of him straight away. Next game's Fulham, followed by Tottenham. So maybe not... I don't think you should probably rush to get him out, but I mean, I'm getting rid of tripling up because yeah. I, I yeah. hate that anyway. I started this season, can you believe, with tripled up on United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that went that well, didn't it? I was shocker, bottom dude. of the league at the start of this year. They've actually got a tough run of form, uh, a tough run of games. Villa, they got, well, Fulham, then Tottenham, and then Bournemouth, which is, right, you should get a result against Bournemouth. Then City, then Arsenal. Oh, yeah, that's tough. So, so maybe looking from, you know, game got... week 15 to maybe get some Villa players out. Yeah, Tottenham, possibly. City and Arsenal in the next three of their six games. Yeah, that's it's not... Just depends as great. well whether they can get straight back into form after this loss. Yeah. Because that might, you know... Well, they did it when they, they, they got smashed by Newcastle at the start of the season and then went to win back-to-back games, didn't they? Yeah, they did really well after that. And good manager, mm. got experience, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be too hasty to just get rid of them all, but you know, maybe think about not tripling up. Josh, for God's sake. Okay, so a great day for Sheffield United fans. They have got their first win of the season, won two one over Wolves, and also a great reward for Archer owners as well, uh, getting a getting a goal. Oh, what a spanker that was! Absolute yeah. rocket, yeah. wasn't Absolute it? Crossbar in. Uh, it was a bit of a contentious penalty, though. What What do you reckon? Would you have given that as a penalty? Um, what the the wolves? Yeah, the wolves. It, uh, no, no, it's not a pen for me. So soft. Why he not? actually pulls out his shin pad. Probably makes like the most tiny piece of contact with the back of the guy's calf. But he has actually pulled out of the tackle. Yeah, and it's a dive. Like, the, in my opinion, the other guys. Yeah, it felt pulled. a bit of contact. Like, uh, there have been a lot of. Pen shouts this year where there's been contact and a pen's not given, yeah, which I think is a good thing. It was against Wolves last week as well, wasn't it? I think uh, it was getting to the point where any sort of contact would be a pen. And I think it's good to see it go the other way. And this was like the world's smallest amount of contact and uh, pen in dying minutes. Well, literally his last play of the match, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. he's, he's, um, he's dived for me. He's, it's a dive. It's yeah. a dive. I mean, yeah, contact going down. I don't think it should have gone, but... A great day for Sheffield United fans. Their first win of the season. Is this going to be a turning point, do you reckon, in their season? No. <laughs> I mean, they've got Brighton away next. Put, put it this way. I think that should have been, at best, a draw. So, yeah. Well, You've got to really feel sorry for Wolves, haven't you? They've probably twice had... Now, it? Well, it's three times that the penalty yeah. decision has gone against them. Yeah, the one at United that definitely, definitely should have been yeah. a pen. And then the two given against them that definitely shouldn't have been penned. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's do rough. Feel... Gary O'Neill's doing a good job over there as well. Yeah, you do he feel is. for You did call it. You did call it with Gary O'Neill. I did. I, I, I did say Wolves were going to get relegated this season. Though. Yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of time. Yeah. But uh, to be the fair, way they're, they're playing... There's probably three teams worse than them in Burnley. Yeah, it does feel that way at the moment. It, it looks like... One of them 
is Burnley, who lost at home to Palace 2-0. Although, watching the highlights, I mean, it seemed like Burnley probably should have got something out of that game. Yeah, it was yeah. it was all Burnley apart from the two Palace goals and the highlights. Yeah, and also that makes that was their sixth home loss in a row, which is a new record, worst start to the season. Wow, ever. Um, How many points have they got? Have they won at all? Yes, they won they've one. Won game, one, haven't they? Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, do you think that it's putting companies' job under risk? No, I don't think so. I don't, because I think people... Because he's definitely got a style of play, and you can see that on the pitch, I think people will persevere with losing because they can see what he's trying to do, unlike do you think what he's, I think Ten do you think trying to do at United. Do you think he's been a bit naive, though, trying to play the same way he did last year in the Premier League? Maybe, but I think it's, it's one of those things that, obviously, he's played under Pep for so long. Like, the way Pep plays only works with, like, top top world class mm. players and he just doesn't have those and I think therefore the system doesn't quite work as well mm. so it's I think he'll need to adapt his game basically and it might not be as good looking but at the end of the day if you yeah. want to stay up you know Sean Dyche used to keep him up every year it wasn't the best thing to look at but kept maybe him up you should give him a little call ask his advice <laughs> <laughs> how to play a bit dirtier <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know at this rate they could be going back down oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think so Another team at risk, Everton, uh, are showing a little bit of form at the moment, aren't they? They yeah, shame that. they pushed Everton. Sorry, they pushed Brighton uh, to the end with a one-one draw, and Brighton got a very jammy little goal, a little deflected cross from Matoma. Onto Ashley Young, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting one with Brighton because they started so well. And yeah, really well. Now they're... They were flying. Like, yeah, yeah they, I mean, it's really just well. showing that having that European football is... It's a killer, isn't it? It is a real killer. I reckon Wolves a few years ago now got yeah. European football and... Went... They, they they were close to relegation yeah. that year as well, weren't they? When they, yeah. they were actually in, in the Europe, uh, Europa League. But I think Brighton will be fine. They'll and... be fine. I, I still think... Well, they're seventh at the moment. Above them, you've got Newcastle, Villa, Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham City. Will they finish higher than that? I don't know. But I mean, as well one. with Everton, do you see them maybe, you know, making a few ground ground roads into like no, getting I th- higher up in the league? I think they'll play some big teams, get absolutely battered and then get really disheartened and then probably... Plus there's all this talk about, you know, financial fair play, being rules being broken, their new stadium. I think it might just all come crashing yeah, down for them, that? to be one, honest. One... <laughs> One uh, charge. One charge, and they're, they're talking to give them a 12 point deduction, and yeah. City have made Which one. means City would just be <laughs> buried in the floor, wouldn't they? Yeah. But, um, They'll be down with Yeovil, Ollie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't. Not old little Yeovil town, bless them. Championship once. Oh, well. And moving on to maybe Brentford hitting a bit of form as well. They. They waved a little bit in the last few weeks, didn't they? But they've put three wins on the bounce together. They beat West Ham at home, which, you know, West Ham aren't doing too bad this season. They're looking pretty good as well. What do we make of that game? Um, uh, looks like it's a good game. It's a good game. Honest. Yeah. 3-2, three, three, five goals. Brentford surprised me in that one. I yeah, Brentford West Ham... went 1-0 up, then West Ham 2-1, then 3-2 yeah. for Brentford. Yeah. So, Agonizing showing a lot of character. Yeah. And also... What a some... goal from 
Kudos, by the way. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He Is he a player yeah. that... Kudos to kudos. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. He's on your team. Yeah, had to take it. He is a player that I've been looking at. He's on, definitely on my radar, Kudos. It's just whether he, you know, he's been integrated into the team a little bit. Mm. It's just whether he can, you know, sustain a few games at once. But for, a little bit of fault. For, for that 6.5 million... Is Mbwemo a better yeah, shout? That's that's the definite drawback. That was my next question, actually. Is Mbwemo, he had a storming game. He should have scored at least three. Is he an essential at the moment? At 6.6, probably. I mm. might be wrong. But so, is he an essential at the moment, do you think? Uh, I suppose there's other people at the same price you could pull in. I don't know if he's essential. Good. Mm. He seems to be doing well. Like the last, well, he had five points this week, but he brought in double figure holes the last two weeks yeah so yeah. so he's definitely a player that is always going to be on everyone's radar i think until tony comes back obviously yeah he's yeah what's his points tally for his position isn't he up there with he's on 72 points which is pretty damn good he's fifth highest scorer fifth in, highest in yeah. the league this year he has been good i i in the whole league in the whole, league. Yeah. Out of all no, players. whole wow yeah only Watkins, Son, Halland, and Salah have more points than him. I, I had him for his first purple patch, and then he missed a few weeks. Blank, 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 blank. And I saw his run of fixtures. He was playing Burnley. He said, all right, I'll give him one more game to play Burnley, and then I'm taking him out because I fancied him against Burnley. I did not expect to what's happened the last two weeks of yeah. him getting double figures yeah he's got like 35 points or something ridiculous in the yeah. last three weeks it's just um, good to show my transfer trouble at the moment I yeah and Liverpool Arsenal next and then so. Luton as well and then Luton Brighton yeah. so he might be uh, one to think about from game week 14 um, but maybe hold off just because of the Liverpool and Arsenal game yeah I wouldn't be fancying <laughs> and plus you know he is 6.8 million now so oh, wow. he's not he's not cheap I think from memory didn't Brentford have really, really good results against the top six last season. Yeah, yeah. they they, they seem to do well against the, the big top teams. teams didn't yeah, they? yeah. So you know, yeah, they beat Chelsea last week. Top six, top six, Brett. Top six, Brett. Thick heads. Okay, so we are going to now move on to a little game we played it last week for the first time on the pod, and everyone knows it. It's start bench sell. Oh, okay, right. so basically. It's like shag, marry, kill, but you start a player, you bench a player, and you sell a player. Yep. So this week, last week, we had three players that were doing very well, and it was quite difficult and probably quite biased as me and Sam are both Liverpool players. Uh, but this both week, Liverpool players, both Liverpool you? players, yeah, yeah, we want to be, <laughs> could be with my bum knee. Um, so this week, I thought we'd, I'd pick three players that aren't hitting their form aren't hitting their stride at the moment but have the potential to so start bench sell Marcus Rashford Raheem Sterling Richarlison I think this is relatively straightforward and easy if I'm honest uh, really yeah. yeah annoyingly um, I, I would. okay so let's go Ollie what do you reckon is you're the guest um, give us your verdict personally I'd sell Richarlison because I can't stand the bloke anyway um, okay, so it's a popularity contest now. Well, no, it's not, but he's just—he's not really <laughs> set the world on fire for ages, has he? Unless he's in a Brazil shirt. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he just dives around a lot. He's a bit, I think, just doesn't bring in the results that everyone thinks he's a he whingy little git as well. He is, yeah. yeah. He's so the yeah. kind of thing. That, he's the kind of player that everyone hates, 
And if he was good, everyone would still hate him unless he was on your team. And then you'd be like, I hate him, but because he's on my team, he's yeah. good. I love him. He, he I think a, everyone just hates him. Yeah, yeah he had a real chance as well this season with Kane going to... Yeah, to and he's just not stepped up. He's like, just, yeah, not yeah. looking good. And it's not like he's inexperienced or anything. He's played big teams. Okay, so, so you're selling Richarlison, I guess? Yeah, I'm benching Rashford. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? It's formless. It's been rubbish. Are you, would you say, a little bit frustrated with him? I'm frustrated with him. I, even last year, he sort of like made a bit of a comeback. But for years, I've never actually had faith in him. I always think he's so hot and cold. So, is, is it the squad as well, do you think? Like, you know, if he maybe had a better a settled in striker or... You know, sure behind him. Yeah, for, you know? sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure you st- you stick Rashford in a team like City. I'm sure they'll make it work, and he'll look amazing. Mm. But I don't know. He's just so, and his stats are great. You know, he's got like so many goals for United. He's obviously been there a long time now. But he's just so hot and cold. Hot and cold. Like when people yeah. are like, oh, we're bringing on, we're bringing on Rashford. I'm like, it's not it, enough consistency. It's not nowhere near, nowhere near yeah, enough. Nowhere near. Okay, so so therefore so, I would start Sterling purely on um, the fact that he's uh, been playing all right recently. Okay, all right, Tay, Tay, you're yeah, weighing. Mine is exactly the same. I would start Sterling. I think he's been in decent form. And listen, if you ask me this at the start of the season, Sterling would not be starting. But it, he's actually played quite well the last few weeks and. Rashford is out of form, so you've got to bench him. So, and so you're selling Richardson. Richardson. I basically get think rid. at the start of the season, I may have picked Rashford over Sterling, yeah. but I still would have sold Richardson. Still would have sold Richardson, and that yeah. would only would have been on the back that Rashford had a good season last year. Mm. Yeah, and this season was swapped around. Yeah, I mean, I think mine would be quite similar. I think it'd be a tougher choice though for me between Rashford and Sterling. Just because, I mean, they're both not doing great. I know, I know you say Sterling's playing well, which he has been, but he's not backing it up with lots of goals and lots no, he's of got, assists. He's got quite a few assists in the last three games. I think Rashford's had one goal. Yeah, he's had one goal. He's, so, he's, you know, but yeah. yeah, I think I, I think I would probably actually agree. Um, yeah, that Rashford, if I mean, if they're on form, I think Rashford starts. Yeah, in, you know, starting, yeah. but just on form at the moment. On form, Sterling's. There you go. I think it's better. it's not as difficult as I thought it might be. Sorry mm. about that, lads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. You go. We move on to next week. And that wraps up the pod for the week. Thanks, Ollie. Thanks for coming on. Anytime. You enjoyed yourself? So much so. I will have to be on again soon. Obviously, when I'm back in town. Yeah, it's been a great little chat. It's nice yeah, sitting yeah, down yeah. and having a little it, natter about nice football, isn't it? Chat, isn't it? It's yeah. always a nice excuse just to have... Have a catch up with everybody. Chat about football, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. We'll get you on sooner rather than later, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, we it. did actually have a little game of FIFA earlier for our weekly game of FIFA. Uh, yes. And who won, Taylor? Somehow. There's Ollie, winners Ollie and losers, ended, mate. Ollie That's... ended up winning. I think I hit the beans on toast three times. Okay, excuses far, aside. Far the better player. <laughs> but sometimes uh, that's not what counts. And Absolutely. It was nil-nil, extra time, nil-nil, went to pens and Ollie battered Taylor I wouldn't say battered battered you into your fucking headboard mate that's, uh, that's um, thank you for listening guys make sure to follow us on our insta at feeble players league pods and if you've got any questions for us email us on feebleplayersleague at gmail.com and that is a wrap thank you lads You're